AgBioscience is supported by Indiana Farmers Insurance. This is Ag Bioscience. Welcome. Thanks for joining. I'm Mitch Frazier, CEO of Agrinovus Indiana, and this is the podcast where we explore all things Ag Bioscience, the people, the products, and innovations across food, animal health, plant science, and ag tech. There will be more than 13,000 job openings annually across the U.S. for data scientists until 2031. That's according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, who also shares the median wages for those jobs will be more than $100,000. These numbers are big and they are across ag bioscience. Joining us today is one of those data scientists to share her perspective on the opportunity and new partnerships making data science more accessible to companies and students across the Midwest. This is going to be fun. Welcome, Dr. Sofia Branderez, Senior Data Scientist with Bayer. Sofia, welcome to Ag Bioscience. Hi, Mitch. Thank you so much for having me. I am elated to dig into this. Data science is this magnetic thing that so many people want, so many people are amazed by, and it's really become one of the most referred to disciplines as we look at innovation and how innovation is accelerating. Before we dig into data science and what it means for ag bioscience, Sophia, we have to learn more about your story. Share more with us about your journey from school in Uruguay to Bayer. Amazing. Yes, yes, I am from Uruguay. I was born there and grew up and I did my undergrad in there. So I always had a passion for like food and genetics, not that much for the data science at the beginning. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to go to agriculture engineering career. It's a five-year program in there. And I did it. And then the last year I focused on barley and barley breeding and genetics. Mm. So then I started with programming. So I started with some data science to do quantitative genetics. And after that, I did my master there, master of science in agriculture with a major in biostacks in wheat. So I changed crops while I was still doing a lot of programming, data science related skills for quantitative genetics and improving the crops. That connected me with the University of Minnesota where I did my PhD. And I was working there with maize and with the company data sets. So I was actually working already with this company, with Bear, back then it was Monsanto data sets. And I still continue to do more programming and trying to handle big, uh, large data sets. So my data science skills improved there, but it was always focused on like, how can we make food better? So then I joined the company back in 2018 and here I am. It is an incredible story. And really bear an incredible company, a giant in all things ag bioscience, specifically crop protection and seeds. Sophia, if you could give us a sense for the company today, Bear, and its approach to innovation. Well, Bear is a very data-driven company as of now. Uh, we're always thinking of how can we collect better data to support the decisions we're making for giving the products to our, to our customers, and how can we, it's not only about collecting the data, but the storage, the accessibility across colleagues in the company, the stewardship of the data, uh, and the analytics. So it's actually a lot of teams working on data. And why do we care? Because Bear is focused on science for a better life. So we want to uh, give our customers a food, we want to improve food for our customers that touch everyone in the world. 
We want to also make sure that we can cure and prevent diseases. So we are focused on what we like to say, our vision is like a health for all, hunger for none. And that is what is driven us. So yes, we come from the data science, but we are working on how can we provide health and how can we provide food? And I am sitting in the crop science division, so I can talk more about that, about how we provide food. And it is about giving the best products to our farmers and growers and that our customers, but that goes to everyone in the world. And we are a global company, and in each part, we, go, we do give like different uh, products, uh, how you say, customized for each, for each region. Sure. And uh, for our approach to innovation is actually connecting across different areas. So we apply data science in the DNA, in the genomics part of our germplasm to understand it better and to make better progress. We also apply it in the phenotypic data, in the field data. How can we collect better data? Can we use drones? Can we use USB imaging analysis? We connect those data and how can we access it? It's getting better. So we know the technologies are getting better by the day. How can we be on top of that and be responsible for what we're giving to our customers? So that's how Bear is thinking about this at this point. Sophia, I love the idea, health for all, hunger for none. What a bold, elegant statement and ambition. It's incredible, incredible. Uh, you've talked about uh, innovation and this idea of just this these troves of data that exist and sorting through. And if we look at ag bioscience, specifically in your world around crop protection or crop production, this is a complex, multivariable, data-intensive with just a, a really mix of data from soil data and weather data to seed performance data, to your point on genetics, how is data science enabling companies like Bayer to navigate this complexity and actually achieve that ambition of health for all, hunger for none? Yes, it is very complex, but uh, we are using the data not only to provide products, as I mentioned before, for each farmer, each grower in each land, but to provide also a recommendation. So we go by to hand, by hand by hand, and we're seeing like, how can we make uh, the best products for each region of the land and each recommendation of it using data. And we're using data in the moment or for like when where we are planting our own fields, like how can we get in the moment and seeing if like there is a problem in the grower, in the planter or in the combine, and how can we then use that and make the, make sure like we are giving our best solutions to our customers. And each, each year is like thinking of how can we make better our pipeline? How can we digitalize? And we are digitalizing right now all our pipeline and make it better because we know we have a climate change. We know the regions that we are uh, now being planted, they may change the, the individuals that we're planting now in the region for, the, for next year. So we, we are thinking of like, how can we make it better each year? And how can we make the best progress and deliver the best share plasm for, for our customers? at least in the crop science uh, business strategy where I see it. For sure. And I want to dig into that crop science piece of the business. And I want to dig in specifically to what a day looks like for you. We'll do it right after this. We'll take a quick break. Ag Bioscience is supported by Indiana Farmers Insurance. Whether your farm is your business, your hobby, or your passion, you and your farm are one of a kind. Each is unique and requires just the right insurance coverage options. Indiana Farmers Insurance has been protecting farmers for more than 145 years, and together with your local independent insurance agent, 
Today, we deliver insurance solutions for your farm, business, home, and vehicles. Insurance can be complicated, so it's important to have a trusted expert who will guide you through your insurance experience. We partner with only the best agents, and like us, most of our agencies have been serving customers for generations. Beyond the basics, we have many other coverages available to match your needs. Our agency partners are experts and can tailor just the right coverages for your farm, business, home, or auto. Come visit us at indianafarmers.com and discover why Indiana Farmers Insurance is the right choice for you. We're proud supporters of Ag Bioscience, and we're here to help you protect what matters most. Welcome back to Ag Bioscience. Dr. Sophia Branderez, Senior Data Scientist at Bayer, joins us. And Sophia, we have been talking about this complexity of data in ag bioscience, just massive data sets that exist across all different parts and pieces of this economy. Give us a sense. How, how does a senior data scientist at this global juggernaut called Bayer, what's an average day look like for you? And what does that data science innovation look like at Bayer? Well, usually most of my day, I will be programming and doing analysis, right? So where I see this is in a discovery team, we have we come with new ideas for building in, uh, methodologies and innovations. So I come from the kind of like analytics and quantitative genetics part, which I studied before, to do analysis most of my day. But the thing is like when I have the result, I connect with other teams or with colleagues within my team to analyze the data and see if we can deliver that to the pipeline. This is has, like the end of the day is like, is this data having value for our pipeline or not? Like if it doesn't have value, why it doesn't have value and how can we make it value or whether we need to move to a different project? So it is okay to fail, but like we fail fast and we move to a different scene and we learn from it. That's, I think, is kind of like a really good thing of uh, industry. Like how can we fail, but because it's okay to try new things, but then can we learn from it and can we do something different or can we go to a different direction? Besides doing programming and analytics and connecting about the value of what we're doing, uh, we also have like a personal development and uh, strategies in, within, the, within the company. And we have like business resources groups that uh, are to elevate and connect different communities within the company, for example, the GROW uh, or uh, women in sciences change groups that are for elevating and supporting women across the company. We have the UNIDOS group for uh, the Latin uh, community. So we have different communities that we are like company uh, sponsor groups led by employees that you can participate. I'm, I'm in the uh, leadership team of one of the groups, so you can participate and you make events with external uh, colleagues as well, but also internal and try to elevate and support and do networking inside the company. There are also opportunities to connect from with academia. So in a discovery team as I am, we work a lot with academia when we see innovation that can, we can introduce into the company, but also with the data mine at Purdue. So we connect with them and we give back to the, uh, to the students as part of the outreach. Uh, we also have a mentoring program that uh, be for you, so bear for you to connect with the students across in the U.S. It's across different universities. And we connect each colleague for like one year with each student and we help the networking and pre we prepare for industry as well. Sophia, it is incredible. I want to dig into the Purdue connection because this is how you and I initially got connected is the work that you and Bear are working on with the data mine at Purdue. Share more about what the data mine is and 
how you're working with students to tackle everything from prediction on yield to climate impact. Sure, yes. The data mine is very exciting. It's led uh, by Purdue, Mark Ward, and it's basically connected with different corporate uh, partners to give to the students a sense of how data science can be applied in industry. So in mm. our particular case, is data science in agriculture and genetics, but is they have a lot of partners with different and very diverse backgrounds. And for us, we are trying, like we have two teams. One team is focused on how can we apply different machine learning models to predict our uh, yield or our different phenotype field data in the future. So for example, if we have data from the genetics, so the DNA data from our lines, we have environmental data about the soils, weather, weather stations, and we also have uh, past data of like uh, field data from our plants, can we predict the next year? So we have around seven years of data in different locations in the US and the genotypic data, and we give the students that and they start uh, looking at how the data is, they get a sense of how it's working with big data sets, they get a sense of quality control, how different prediction model can be. And we have the other team that is working on, we know climate change is gonna affect the viable farmland. So how can we uh, predict the crop growth with these data sets that we have? So both teams are working with the same data sets and we are working kind of like a slightly different approach but the idea is for them to work in teams so they get uh, to build some soft skills. So collaboration, they come each week and present what they have done. So they get some uh, communication skills. We troubleshoot together. And I think they, they have learned a lot. And it's super fun to see each year how students are, are growing. Yeah, there's energy, isn't there? I mean, the, the, when you're with students and they're learning and they find this passion, they unlock this potential that becomes just tremendous, particularly here in ag bioscience. Sophia, grateful for the work you're leading there. One more question before we wrap up, because I think this is 100% linked to the work you're doing at Datamine. You have a unique position where you're working with these young students, you're around young professionals. All of them have this interest in using data, data science to, to make a better world. What advice do you share with young people who are thinking about data science and what, what advice would you give to them today on a career in ag bioscience? Well, my advice is, is like, if you are interested in food and how can you support to make the better world, then I think applying data science to agriculture is kind of like an amazing thing to do. We have, Berg has a lot of internships that three months or six months internships that you can apply and it's a great program. We have the Before You program, the mentoring program, that is a good way to see how can, if you like the culture of the company and how can you be applying these tools within the company. Uh, you can always reach out to different colleagues and by LinkedIn and for like informational interviews, you can reach out to me and I can connect you to someone in the company that will be in your area. But I think um, those kind of like, or you can participate of the data mine, of course. That kind of give you a very good idea of like, how can we apply data science in agriculture? But I think at the end of the day for us, it's like, are we bringing value? Are we having better products? And are we helping, helping uh, produce food or not? So that's kind of like how it works for us. We often talk about this idea that ag bioscience is the only economy in the world 
that touches every person on this planet because it centers on food. And what a powerful combination between a compelling call to serve people and a really unique use of data and science with data science and ag bioscience. You're incredible. Dr. Sophia Branderez, Senior Data Scientist at Bayer. Thank you so much for investing the time with us here on Ag Bioscience. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for tuning into Ag Bioscience. You can get the latest Ag Bioscience news and insights from discussions just like this by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And while there, you can access our entire library and give us a review. Don't forget, you can learn more online at agronovasindiana.com. On behalf of the entire Agronovas team, I'm Mitch Frazier saying thanks for listening. We look forward to seeing you real soon. This podcast is a product of Agronovis Indiana in collaboration with Inside Indiana Business. Hosted by Mitch Frazier. Produced by Kayla Chittister and Fabian Rodriguez. Photography by Kaylee Kerr. To get all ag bioscience news all the time, visit agronovisindiana.com. Agronovis Indiana.